BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Ah, it's the captain of the ticket, 93.7. Hey, get the wing stop. I'm over at Pine Lake Road tomorrow from 11 to 2. Come have some uh, wings and things and all types of extra goodies like the uh, spicy sweet corn. Jared, you're a, you're a smoker, man. You you smoke meat. Oh, and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a little jealous because every time I'm watching it, I'm like, how how do I try this? Because you know me and you know the bro. We got a restaurant going up in Omaha. We've been doing it since 2014, and uh, we've uh, we come from a family of cooks. And smoking meat is one of the things I love to do. I don't like. I'm not a. I don't like to cook. I can, but I don't like to. But I love to smoke. What's sure. What's your best uh, meat to smoke that you love smoking? What's your top deal if you was gonna have me sample something? Ooh, uh, it'd probably be on the smoker. It'd probably be brisket, mm. and then and then I have a big um, chicken cooker where I do chicken barbecue, chicken thighs, and uh, and and I do about oh, 450 pieces at a time. And I and I do and and it's just all self self facing rotisserie, and just it's it falls apart. It is fantastic. I do it for like the school you know, fundraisers and stuff like that. But, yeah, doing doing brisket and chicken, if, you, yeah, if you're coming to town, that's what we'll be doing. All right, so at some point I'm, I might be driving to New York in the camper, but we'll let, I, I'll let you know because how far are you off 80? I am 25 minutes off 80. Oh, perfect. Okay, so yeah. are, what are you are you bringing anything when you come? Are you bringing some beef jerky or, you know, <laughs> the, or some, some Scottish beef jerky? What are you, what are, what are you bringing with you? I probably could. You know what? I could probably I could throw a, I could throw a cooler together. Uh, please do, sir. <laughs> please do. <laughs> please do. The yeah, people I at mean, the radio got, station that love you here at Ticket Country. Summer sausage and beef sticks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Please, please, Jared. I, I said that off air. I was thinking to myself, like, I cannot get back <laughs> on here and we start talking about something else and I forget to tell you to, to bring a little care package for your guy in the, in oh, the yeah. ticket. Okay, back to my words, because uh, you you kind of let's I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna throw you a curveball, black steel. <laughs> yeah, Larry Townsend. 
phenomenal athletic specimen, you know, just just bigger bigger than life. Did you work out with – was that who took you under his wings and, and, and kind of showed you the ropes? A little bit. My freshman year, yeah, it was it – was, because, I, you know, I came in as a prop, so right. I couldn't do anything, you know, that first year. All I could do was come in and get How was grade. that? How was that, being a prop? Because oh, I think was, we a walk-on and a prop 48, let's just get this straight. It's two different things. Right. Okay, it's two different things. Right. Walk-on – you just paying to play, not paying, but you're paying to go to school, and then you're playing. And, and if you get a chance to work your way up like the Macavickas, that's a whole different story. But when you're prop, walk us through what that means and what life was for Jared Thomas, your prop year. So, and, and mine was even different, you know, which I which I figured out once I got there because there was a handful of other props that that year, and each year they brought in and prop forty eights were just kids that. You know, they they thought they had some talent, but their grades weren't up to par. So, you know, with Coach Osborne, with his with his educational programs and and with the tutoring, you know, he would, he would bring you in, and then you know, for for most of the props, you would you'd prop forty eight your first year, you'd sit out, you get your grades up, and then you'd be on the team the next year. You know, for me, it was a little different because I prop forty eighted with the hopes of walking on the next year. And, and so I had to take, you know, kind of the even lower road than either the props or the walk-ons in that sense. Um, but it was, it was intimidating. It was, you know, it was a big deal, you know, the, to, you know, coach Osborne, basically when, you know, when, when he and coach McBride sat me down, you know, they said, look, we have nothing for you. We have, we have nothing, you know, we, but you can come to school here and we think on film that there's, that, that there's something there. If you work hard and, and get your grades up and, and work hard in the weight room, you know, you can you can get your grades up that first year. And then then, you know, you can you know put in to walk on. Uh, and that was that was the best thing that I had going. I had no other scholarships. I had no other offers. I had I was getting ready to go work at U.S. Steel, you know, like my, my father and my grandfather before me was was you know really what I was thinking prior to that. Wow. See, that and, and, and again. You know, you know. I remember it, the the props. It was it was a blur. You know what I mean. And then, but before you know it, you out there. How much one one of the words I had was working out. How important and why was working out important to you? And did you just do the minimum? Like, did you just do the Boyd Epley workout and that was it? No, no, no. I because I'm not. I wasn't wired like that. Um, that was a, it was a, it was, you know, borderline obsession with training and, and not just training in the weight room, but, but training on the field too. And just, I can, you know, I can remember just doing starts, you know, just getting out of my stance, getting out of my stance, getting out of my stance, just hundreds and hundreds of times to just, to get that first step. Because Coach McBride would always say, you know, at that first step is everything. Your first step is everything as a defensive lineman. And, and so the hours and hours that I would put in above and beyond, um, you know, and, and, and I don't, you know, that's, it, it's all, it's every player's different. So every player has to, you know, do what they think is right for themselves, but that's what was right for me. And that's what, you know, that's where I felt like I was, you know, making up where, you know, I had, you know, athletic deficiencies or height or overall speed or whatever it might be. You know, I thought that I, I knew I, I felt like in the weight room I could make that up if I was, you know, if I was if I was stronger, 
than than most everybody else. And I was, you know, I could get, and with with my strength came my quickness and my speed kept continuing to get better too. Um, because again, it was like trying to get to that. You know, they say you know, you know, you have to do something ten thousand times to become an expert at it. And and so you know, it's like that mindset of you know, getting ten thousand starts in. You know, and getting off the ball ten thousand times just in practice mm. to get you know to get that right zone. Absolutely. Well, uh, getting your black shirt. Actually, let's go back to nineteen ninety six. Winning the lifter of the year. I was a finalist that year, mm-hmm. and, and we all really, really, really got after it in ninety six. Uh, talk a little bit about why they picked you. What is the lifter of the year, and why is that such a prestigious award at Nebraska? And, and 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 that was an award that I mean I remember putting my 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 eyes on that when I first got there and that was a that was a huge goal um, from day one and and the lifter of the year is really the award that goes to you know who who's setting the, one of the best examples on the team of of you know being out there putting the work in making you know good strides you know being a leader it's not just about the weight room you know but it's also about being a leader you know helping others showing you know showing what you're doing and how do you take you know coach samuel's thing was you know all that weight room stuff is great what's it do for you on the field how does that you know how do you then take all that stuff you're doing in the off season and you know training and in the weight room and how do you put that into a into into work for you on the on the football field so, you know, a lot of those things that, you know, we're, we're doing over and over and over again, um, you know, but that, that award, you know, that just, that is just, you know, and I, when I won that, I really felt, you know, like that was a, that was a huge accomplishment for me personally. Um, that was, a, that was a big deal because that's something when I first came in, there was two things that I saw. I saw the Lister of the Year award, you know, and then, the, and then the other one was a team t-shirt. Oh, team issued yeah. T-shirt because as a crop forty-eight, and as and then you know in the walk-on, you didn't get team issued T-shirts. Wow! So to be a part of the, when, when I got I you know I still have my first team issued T-shirt, you know, and and that that's a bit, that's actually one of the things in that uh, you know that we have framed and you know we have some some you know some of the cool stuff and items you know in that we have framed. That's one of them because that's one of the most important ones, you know, um, that that was a big deal when I got that. It wasn't even the jersey. It wasn't that it was when you got that when you got that first issued T-shirt, which in probably ninety nine point nine percent of most kids heads, it's just a T-shirt. Right. But not to us, not to us. It means a lot more. And I I think we've got to get back to that way of thinking and get back to if a T-shirt means something. Then mm-hmm. definitely your teammate playing the game, playing a sport that we love to play, that we're blessed to play, that at any moment can be taken away. Uh, we got to get back to that that mentality where a T-shirt, getting a T-shirt is worth uh, more uh, in the mind of a football player than the me, 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 me. And, and, and when you talk about the game today, is there a selfishness in the game that holds – other teams from getting where they need to be at. Yeah, I, I think so, and, and and I saw players like that too. But it was interesting because I saw players like that once I got to the league. You know, I never, I never remember. You know, we maybe had a handful of guys like that on on our squad in this in that sense. But we really it was you know it was, it was all about the unity, you know, of the whole team. 
And it wasn't until I got to the league that that I really saw the individualism in the sport and, and how, you know, and I, and I think that has trickled now into college more um, where it's, it's instead of the love of winning, you know, as a, as, you know, as a team, it's, it's the individual accolades and the individual stats that are, are, are important. I mean, I couldn't tell you what my stats were in college, um, you know, even today, because I, it wasn't, that wasn't a big, you know, it was, that wasn't something that we really, you know, focused on, you know, if, if you, you know, if we won and we did good, you know, there was, there was lots of games that, you know, that especially like my senior year, I played two quarters and that was it, you know, because it was a matter of getting the next guys in. It was the Mike Ruckers and, you know, and, and the guys behind me and, you know, and, and Chad and those guys getting them time so that when I, you know, that year when I was going that next year when I was gone, you guys could, you know, do it again. Jared, see, see that part to me is what's missing now is 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 what you said you had in your heart you're looking at the future you could be selfish and say i'm going to the league i ain't worried about you guys but you're looking at the ruckers you're looking at the the uh the younger guys and saying how do we get them better well one let them get playing time guess what we're done after third quarter we ain't going back in the game you guys time for you guys going the game yep was you was you was you one of those guys over there eating uh Valentinos and hot dogs and stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Had a had a. I usually had a helmet full of them. <laughs> hey, it's cleanup time. Y'all over there eating hot dogs yeah. and, and, and Valentinos pizza. Who was the guy, um, Jared, in practice that you hated going against? Um, you know, when I was younger, you know, and I had to go against him every day. It was Zach Weger. You know, mm. but he was making me better. Um, you know, Eric Anderson, you know, he, Eric and I went against each other for, for, you know, a couple of years, you know, so, but, you know, it was, it was the, it was the pulling guards typically that those are the plays that you're like, oh, here comes Dish, right. you know, <laughs> comes Dishman, you know, and, and, and you got to like drop anchor because, you know, he's rolling on down the line for you. And, uh, but yeah, no, there was, there was so many different plays that, that you guys would run and, and, and so many different scenarios that, um, you know, and getting hit by everybody from all different directions, but no, that's what made us great though. Which, which is there a game that, that's uh, most memorable for you? Um, not a particular game. I mean, the national championships always. Or, you know, that's what comes to mind first because that's where, you know, the most excitement was. It was the most on the line. Um, you know, so that was – that was those were those were obviously big deals. Um, you know, there was, there's individual plays here and there that, uh, that, that you know, that, that come to mind, you know, pretty quick. You know, playing against Kansas State, um, you know, I guess, you know what, playing against the teams that would talk a lot of smack the week of that's the ones that would, that would, we really, you know, I feel like we really went after them mm. and, you know, we were, we, we did not talk in the media, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't need to do that. And, and so those teams that did that, you know, we, we, we posted that up in the lockers, you know, the, you know, whatever they were saying. So, you know, some of those different teams that really were pouring it on, you know, off the field, you know, 
you know, is, is, is are the games that we, you know, you really kind of remember us, us really turning, turning the knob, you know, and, and, and getting after it and, and those games. You, you know, when, when we talk football at Nebraska, um, speak a little bit about Coach McBride and what he means, means to you um, just as a coach and just as a, a mentor. Oh, well, you know, you know, and I had, I had such a great opportunity because, you know, coach Samuel was my, my specific coach, you know, with, with being defensive ends who just taught me an incredible amount. And, and, and coach McBride was the gentleman who brought me there. You know, he's from the same area, grew up in the same area as I grew up. He was the one who came and, you know, and met me and, and, you know, pretty much, you know, kind of offered this, this prop 48 walk on deal. And so I felt from the day one I got there until the day I left that I wanted to do everything that I possibly could to make him proud. And, and, you know, coach, coach McBride only lives like an hour and a half from us. He lives up in Michigan and we go visit him and Debbie, you know, three, four times a year. They typically come down for Thanksgiving and spend at least a long weekend with us. My boys, you know, look at coach now and like, as, as a, as, as like a grandpa. And, you know, we go out there and, and we're riding around on the boat. My kids are sitting on his lap. They're, they're driving the boat. And I'm like, you guys don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't the same dude that I grew up with. That yeah, is not my, him. But, no, my wife's like, you know, my, it makes like, you know, he, he's coach is so sweet. I'm like, you, you, no, no, you don't know him. You don't, you know, but he, that's how you knew he, he, a, he loved you. And he knew he had potential, you know, if, if, you know, and he knew what you were capable of, he was going to push you. And that was the, a defensive or an offensive guy. He didn't care. He was going to push you no matter what, no matter who you were. And, you know, he, he single-handedly is, you know, is, is the reason that I was at Nebraska, the reason I was successful at Nebraska. Um, he's just an incredible guy. And the amount of, and my story is no different than hundreds of other guys who were coached under him, um, you know, the, the love that we have for him, you know, it's just incredible. And I'm, I'm just always super excited to be able to still hang out with him and, and see him all the time and, and be a part of their life and have, have them part of our life. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a huge honor. Yeah. Coach McBride is just the, the, the he, you know, he, he, he's like a train, man. Just keep on going down the track. I had him on and, and, and I, I said the exact same story is, I wonder why a lot of the guys that I really gravitate towards are defensive guys. Well, Coach Os- or Coach McBride, when I was on scout team them two years, it, it was like you would have thought he hated me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, but but every time in the hallways, he'll stop. He'll say something, you know, either funny or, or he'll give me some game and say, hey, keep going hard out there. Even though he yell at me, he'll still, at some point, he'll find me. And he'll give me some encouragement, and I appreciated that. He gave me more encouragement. Sorry to say this, but he gave me more encouragement than the office of coaches. No kidding. Yeah, and maybe because yeah. I spent more time with you know on scout team and, and with him, because our scout team was we might as well have been married to the defense. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, you know, talk a little bit about Coach Osborne. What does he mean to Nebraska football, and what does he mean to you? Well, you know, to the game, you know, to the to, to Nebraska, to the to the sport, you know, what he 
what he brought, you know, he, he was so much, he, he was so much more concerned about creating good young men than, than anything else, than, than winning. Then he knew, you know, he knew if he created a good team with good young men, that, that everything else would fall in place. And, and, you know, just his psychology behind everything. And, and again, this culture was created before I ever got there. I mean, I, I remember the first time being in the big meetings, Phil, and, you know, there's, you know, how many players on, you know, on our team, you know, a hundred and a half and in our big meeting rooms and it's loud and everybody's going crazy. And coach Osmer walks in and it's dead silent. Everybody's looking forward. Hats are off. And, and, and if you didn't, you about got your head knocked off by somebody behind you, right. you know, teaching you, you know, the respect that, that is deserved. But again, he never commanded that himself. It was, it was, that was all culture that was built up through the years. So, you know, the impact and, and the love that all of these young men had for him in their life, he, it, it's, you know, it, it's hard to put into words because he just, he was so impactful and, and, and he did it in such a way that was so much different than the great majority, because, you know, I mean, if we came in at halftime and he, and he sat us all down and gave us, gave us a, a gosh, darn it, men, mm. we knew he was hot. Mm-hmm. He was upset with us and somebody was going to pay the next half. Mm-hmm. Gosh, darn it. Oh, <laughs> golly, men. Oh, he was hot. And, yeah. and it's funny how we felt that from him. <laughs> okay, so so listen, we'll take a break. But Coach Samuel, getting your black shirt, winning the second championship better than the first. When we get back with Jared Thomas, the captain, the ticket, 93.7. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 